Hey, profs. Welcome on in. My name's Rob Lightfoot, proud two-time alum of Kettleman College of Communication, class of 2000-2001. This is Beyond the Brown and Gold. I'm Jessica Kennedy. I'm the co-host here, also a two-time proud Rowan alum, class of 2008 from the Rick Edelman College of Communication and Creative Arts, and 2015 from the College of Education. Thanks so much for joining us today. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM presents Beyond the Brown and Gold, a show that highlights the lives and memories of Glassboro State and Rowan University alumni. Now, here are your hosts, Rob Lightfoot and Jessica Kennedy. On today's show, we have a very special guest, Adam Woodhall. He's a two-time graduate of Rowan. He loved it so much the first time he came back. That's how I feel. He uh, has two degrees from the College of Business. He currently serves on the Alumni Board of Directors. He's Director of Fixed Operations for Subaru. We talk a little bit, and by a little bit, I mean a lot about Subaru, but it's great because he loves it. We're so grateful for Adam to be with us today. He's had a 20-year career in the automotive industry. He's had, I think he said something like 12 different positions within just Subaru alone. So um, we're excited to have had Adam in studio and hope you enjoy the time with him as much as we did. So I'm getting up earlier these days because I'm back in school, going for my MBA, trying to chase your dreams here. Yeah. Because, uh, well, you're a two-time alum. That's right. So tell us about your story here at Rowan University. Yeah, thanks, Rob. So actually, I didn't start my academic career at Rowan University. Look at you that. You didn't? I, I don't think I knew that. I know, right? So many things are coming out as part of this. You can thing. name the other school if you'd like. <laughs> That's okay. So yeah. I, I, <laughs> I love it. You didn't name it. I actually, I started at Bloomsburg University in Pennsylvania. But yeah. Just, Any particular just, reason? Family there? No, no real connection to the university. You know, I feel like in high school, we just went on a parade of tons of area schools. And uh, they actually had a program where I could start early, the summer right after high school. So I did a couple you credits. You wanted to do that? I did. Wow. I was like Studious. anxious to get, to get going, right? <laughs> Maybe there was a little bit of teenage angst and wanting to get out of mom and dad's house <laughs> and fi- find my own way, right? Um, but yeah, I just didn't feel a strong connection to the community there and was wanting to get back to South Jersey and took a little bit of time off in between. It's kind of when I found the, the car business. And uh, yeah, found my way back to, to South Jersey and to, to Rowan. What, I mean, what brought you to Rowan? Was there a particular? Did have some friends here uh, who had, you know, straight from high school come to, come to, to, to Rowan. Uh, so it's kind of a known entity to me. Uh, I had spent some time on campus and uh, yeah, I thought it, it offered, you know, kind of the programs that I was looking for. I'd actually spent some time talking to some folks in the industry that I, I later pursued as a career about what type of an education to get and, and thought that, you know, good solid state school foundation, right, would would set me on my way. So you got some experience in between your two starting college experiences. What did you do in that time that kind of helped you determine what you were going to study when you were here? Yeah, so naturally after after leaving mom and dad's house, right, nobody wants to go back back home. So first summer uh, of college, me and a bunch of, of buddies rented a house down the Jersey Shore. Nothing. Which shore? This sounds phenomenal, Ugh, by the which, way. Right? Why is saying Jersey Shore? What shore were you at? Long Beach Island. Oh, yeah, okay. We were down oh okay. Yeah. That's one we don't get much. Okay. Yeah, yeah we don't get a lot of LBIs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all my friends were getting jobs, uh, you know, in hospitality, restaurants and bars and that kind of stuff. And it just had no interest to me. And so I've always wanted to work in the car business. And so I went and walked into a car dealer and talked myself into a job. 
what kind of job could you get kind of just walking in the door? Oh, like very entry level. It was like lot attendant, wash bay guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. clean, cleaning cars kind of a thing. But uh, was, was that everything you had hoped it would be when you applied for that job? And, and more. <laughs> no, I, I joke. Actually, the, the dealer that I worked for was a really great guy who um, it was kind of a small owner operated store where everybody had to wear a lot of hats. And so um, because I had an interest and passion, he gave me the opportunity yep. to, to try a bunch of different things and work in a bunch of different areas of the dealership and went back to school and uh, and then came to work for him the, the following summer again. And, and uh, we kind of did the same thing over again. And yeah. So you mentioned you had an idea about what it, you wanted to do in the industry. Yeah. Or like the, in the car biz. What yeah. was that? Uh, I think I've just always been really curious about how cars are designed, how they're developed, how they're manufactured. And so naturally it starts everybody's first exposure to cars is in a dealership, right? Buying one or servicing one. Um, but I was always just a little bit curious about how do we get to this point, right? Where it shows up on the lot and it looks the way it does, it drives the way it does. And so um, I had the opportunity through working in dealerships to get to know some folks that worked on the manufacturer side and ask them some questions and interact with them and kind of that set my course. I figured that's that's where I wanted to be. Did they advise you to study, to go into business? Yes, yeah, specifically. That was the, the recommendation. I actually looked at a couple different schools as I was making my decision to leave Bloomsburg and looking for um, an academic institution that could support my goals. Um, you know, I looked at some really automotive-focused schools. Uh, there's Northwood University, which at the time had campuses in Michigan and in Florida. Um, and I spent some time with that that dealer that I mentioned in Florida. So I, I toured their university and looked around and, and uh, tried to get a sense for the programs that they offered. But I just felt that, you know, Rowan would be, you know, a, a broader experience, a bigger, bigger campus. Um, and if for some reason automotive wasn't where my passions led me, that a good business education would, would give me some, some options. So were you um, a first gen student? Did your parents I, I was, yeah, first-generation college student. So my mom had an associate um, from County College here in South Jersey and then went into the medical field. So she worked at Virtua um, for 45 years as a hematologist in the lab. Um, but my dad did some military. He was in the Navy and then uh, into the police academy and did his career in law enforcement. So, you know, no one had really, like, left home, yeah. right, and then had that collegiate experience. And so... Um, yeah, there was a totally, none of my cousins, um, before me either. So it was kind of a new and unique experience, uh, but one that I felt well supported, not only, you know, personally with my family, but, but also, you know, by the university. Did you live on campus? I did. I lived, uh, let's see, when I first came to Rowan, I lived in Evergreen. Okay. Uh, which conveniently was where, uh, my best friend from high school and some other friends from high school were also living. So again, nice sense of community arriving on campus. Um, and now my, my wife, actually, that's where I met my wife. Oh. Yes. Ah. I always forget that Cindy is uh, a prof sweetheart, the that's other right. half of a prof sweetheart. So how did you meet, how did you meet Cindy? Was yeah. she business? She was not. No, okay. she was studying um, childhood education and psychology. Okay. But she lived in Evergreen as well. And uh, she was roommates with someone who was dating or she was dating the roommate of uh, one of my one of my high school friends. So, oh. you know, kind of through friends and we were friends for a long time and, and, uh, yeah, and eventually started dating. Did you start dating while you were here or afterwards? No, while we were here. Okay. Yeah. So then it's truly a prof sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. She, she's <laughs> yeah. always on that like you're always on that love trail. 
So you, you lived on Evergreen. What Any activities on campus you were involved with? Any organizations, student groups uh, that you can recall or professors that you kind of like really helped shape who Adam Woodhall is? Yeah, so uh, I worked a couple jobs while taking five classes. So I didn't have a ton of activity on campus, um, but probably one of the, the relationships um, that was influential not only in my academic career here, but in my professional career was uh, with Dr. Mercandani. So I took supervised internship uh, class with him here, actually in Beaux-Arts. Uh, and, uh, and that was when I started my internship with Subaru, my career uh, with Subaru, which is now over 20 years. So, oh. um, And that relationship's continued. So I continued after I graduated to come back um, through even as I was finishing my graduate degree to come back and speak to that class of his uh, once a year. He'd bring me in as kind of a guest speaker about how to conduct yourself, right, uh, in an internship. Uh, and I'd speak a little bit to students about how, you know, it's really not only a way for the company to have like a prolonged interview of them, but vice versa, right, for them to kind of figure out if that's the type and size and culture of the company that they're interested in working for. and meets their professional goals. And so um, he and I have a great friendship and continue to get together regularly. Oh, good. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. You started interning at Subaru while you were here. I did. What did it look like when you kind of made your journey, like leaving Rowan? Did you just, was it a smooth transition to a, a position at Subaru or? Yeah, good question. So again, I had worked through most of my uh, undergrad and graduate degree. So at that point, it, uh, or as I was finishing my undergraduate degree, so it wasn't odd for me to have that balance of like work and class. So um, the transition was pretty natural for, for me to be, you know, working during the day and then and then mostly taking classes at night. But, um, you know, instantly just the, the culture there felt like a really good fit, um, sort of entrepreneurial in spirit, um, kind of a thin organization at the time uh, or flat, maybe I should say. Um, with great accessibility to you know the leadership team to the executives just a real casual working environment and one that I felt like you know having worked in in dealerships and retail automotive that I felt like I had some some good experience uh, was pretty easy to talk to customers so my internship was in the the customer service call center great opportunity to learn about you know the full breadth of, of the product that we offered to learn about the customers and the, the the dealer network we like to call them retailers at Subaru we like to think they're they're kind of a cut above it was there where they really encouraged um, us to to resolve the customers concerns by by any means right seeking out the answer throughout the company which help you to build your network and build connections and those sorts of things um, which definitely led to, you know, later later career opportunities. So um, it can be a grueling day to be on the phone hearing from customers all day. But, um, you know, I think it really was foundational to to my career at Subaru. Yeah, because it gave you that great perspective on being able to move forward. Absolutely. You mentioned the word learning. You yeah. mentioned the word Subaru. Let's, let's use this opportunity because I don't think that many people know this. Yeah. There's a meaning behind the logo. Can you tell us about the logo or the, sure. like, what's involved in that? Because yeah. I, I don't think people know what Subaru is. I don't, I don't know. So the logo is six stars in an oval, right? Uh, and it represents a, a constellation, Pleiades, uh, which in Japanese means unite. So that's the, the story behind the, the star cluster. It was really the founding of the company. So Subaru is, is kind of the, the big star. And then the, the five stars represent the different industries um, that the company was in at the time. So small engine, uh, transportation, heavy equipment, uh, and automotive being one of those. So 
I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. This guy's a Subaru guy here. I mean, listen, <laughs> if we have any Subaru questions, Adam, did you ever do sales like officially for Subaru? So not in like a retail setting in okay. a dealership. I, I represented some other brands with that experience, but I did work as a district sales manager. So okay. um, sort of consulting the dealerships or retailers, again, as we call them, um, on you know customer handling, customer experience, those sorts of things. So I did, I've worked in a couple sales roles. I've had 12 jobs in 20 years. Wow. So, What's your yeah. favorite? Oh, goodness. There's so many. I worked you in um, now. your current job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, all, call, Jeff. All, <laughs> all of them give you, you know, kind of a unique uh, view of the business, um, and I think that's something that I really enjoy about Subaru is they like that diversity of experience, right? Seeing the the business from a, a bunch of different perspectives makes you better, when we are more well rounded. Um, but there was one job that 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 was, I think, maybe the most fun, which um, we called product sourcing. So it was on the accessory development team and got to really work on, you know, future product development, working with manufacturers here in North America for some of the accessories that we offer for the vehicles, working with engineering teams. It was like watching Discovery Channel, like how yeah, stuff that's works. Cool. And yeah, but that's what you factories. wanted to do. Yeah, it you was really, like that inside. Yeah, it was really cool. So were you the kind of kid, like, you said that your first, you know, a lot of people's first experience with cars is going into a retailer. But for me, with having two little boys, I feel like the first experience with cars is Hot Wheels oh, and yeah. Matchbox cars, which my house is just full of Hesh trucks, you know. <laughs> Were you a little kid that kind of loved all of those things? So when you wound up in the automotive industry, it was kind of no surprise? Or? Yeah, actually, you know, like even looking back at like home movies and stuff like that from a kid, like I was always with, you know, playing with the, the Hot Wheels and the Matchbox cars. And I, I really enjoy now that my boys are, are into it. So we've got, you know, courses set up all That's over the cool. house. And, yeah. <laughs> now, Subaru recently relocated, right? You guys were in Morristown for for many years? We were in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill? That's right. And then shifted to Camden. Is I, that a, an expansion of the business? It was. So we've been growing as an organization. And so that was an opportunity for us to kind of bring uh, a bunch of different facilities to into one. Um, so we consolidated and built a new new headquarters here for, for the U.S. Uh, in Camden. Yeah, because they're doing so many techie things over there i remember so adam uh who is on our alumni association board and and we'd be out at events and he'd just be telling about all the technology in these cars like i remember at the one event that we we co-hosted yeah and you were saying oh yeah this car does and it like talks to you and can start this and like read the clouds and stuff like that so <laughs> subaru's doing like a lot of big it. yeah it can do some things like that right i don't know if you're reading clouds love. still but yeah. now okay so adam you never worked sales well officially a small in another uh mm -hmm. for another car company who shall remain nameless of course but um adam's a really good salesman so. <laughs> i thought you were about to say singer you, you hung onto that singer? for a little bit I think singer? Yeah. Singer. maybe i don't know, I haven't asked him to sing but maybe we can adam when did you join i have to think back to when you joined the alumni board it's been a while maybe like 2017 six, i think yeah, yeah so you are approaching i don't know your seventh year on the board or something so yeah. since adam joined the alumni board three members of the alumni engagement team have purchased Subaru. it's true you guys <laughs> left the other one yeah yeah well i mean i love my car which i won't say what brand it is okay. brian needed a, a car and we were talking a little bit about that and he wanted to buy a subaru chris has his i think is it his wife or him he has a subaru they're on their third i think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and carly has a subaru so we are just a subaru loving office but i think what we love most about Subaru is how we can talk to somebody that we love and trust 
um, about a car. You know what I mean? Because how often do you go into like a dealership and you feel really great about yeah. an interaction that you're having with somebody? You know, I feel like it's always great to kind of have somebody that you can kind of bounce ideas off of. So just a special thanks to Adam for making us a Subaru loving. Our, <laughs> our parking lot is full of Subarus now. And I'd say that's thanks to Adam's unofficial sales. And, of, and, and Subaru has loved the alumni back because we were talking off there. Talk about the internship program, the hiring program, how many alums work there now at Rowan? Yeah, Rowan sure. Alums. Well, first of all, not pushing anyone to drive a Subaru, right? There's, no, you're not yeah. pushing. No, push. not, he doesn't push. He's I wouldn't. Uh, if you pushed, I wouldn't have yeah. gotten it. But you're just knowledgeable, and I feel like that's nice to have someone that's knowledgeable about a product that you can buy into. Yeah, and it's it's really easy to to kind of represent a brand and a product that that you believe in, right? And that 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 you know you're 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 happy to put your your friends and family into because you know they'll be safe and and the product will 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 hold up high quality, mm-hmm. right? So that makes things pretty easy. But yeah, so Rob, you were referencing, you know, recently we, we, we had an event at, at Subaru, uh, kind of through my work on the board uh, and actually, you know, my, my career at Subaru, we, we've been trying to connect those dots a bit and uh, doing some research with human resources at work. And here we, we, we learned that there's over 60 uh, alumni at, at Subaru in various roles. And uh, I think through that, there's 75 different degrees. And so kind of building on, we were talking earlier about the, the, the Rowan on the Rise events that we, we did as an alumni board and uh, try to create that opportunity at Subaru to teach some of the folks about the things that have been going on here on campus. If they haven't been back to Glassboro in a while, if they haven't heard about uh, the expansion in the university, you know, what, what's, what's been going on? And so we were pretty, pretty excited to host President Hushman with, with our president, Tom Dahl. Uh, we did a lunch and learn, and, and they came in and spoke and talked a little bit about uh, what's been going on here on campus and how alumni can get engaged with the university. You know, at Subaru, we're, we're very volunteer-focused. We are encouraged to, to volunteer our time, and, and we do so actively. And so um, that felt well aligned with, with Rowan, and we know there's a number of opportunities. But, uh, yeah, it turned out to be a really great event. I think we had uh, close to 45 of those 60-ish alum uh, you know, attend right. the event, which was really great. Yeah, that's what, awesome. What other organizations are you associated with? Besides, any, any other ones besides Rowan? So in terms of some of the, the philanthropy? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot. So we started many years ago a year-end sales event um, that's a little different than really anything else in the automotive industry called Share the Love. And through that, we've now donated $250 million to various causes. Um, and so that started with uh, a couple national causes, um, that we identified, and then later we evolved the program to allow each dealership or retailer to select a charity in their local community that customers, when they purchase a new Subaru during that time frame, can can choose for their donation to go to. That's very cool. And so, yeah, it's been a really important part of, of who we are as an organization and uh, really has, has has grown tremendously over the years. I can't believe we're waiting. It's just hitting me now, but as you say this, so Subaru, Uber involved with the Preston and Steve show and yeah. their, um, what is it again? So Phil Abundance They're is the benefactor <laughs> yes. of the Camp Out for Hunger. Camp Out for Hunger yeah, event yeah, yeah. that they host every year. But That's ta- right. Talk about Subaru's involvement with that and how they get all their uh, you know employees involved. Yeah, so we've been a, a partner of Phil Abundance for a long time. We volunteer our time there, and we've been donating you know food to help the, you know the the, the hungry in, in the community. And so um, that was just kind of a natural fit with their uh, camp out for hunger. 
And so that that's evolved over the years as well. So we've we've won a couple times and yeah. been able to host <laughs> many times I host, say. host them uh, at our headquarters. But really, the, the the benefit is to the community is really our our goal and being involved. And we've actually gone to the extent of um, developing training for other companies to kind of emulate what we've done, because we we don't want the program to be reliant just on Subaru, right? We want other, uh, you know, corporate entities to be involved and to support. And I think there's been a number uh, that have come out as a result of that. So uh, it's just a really great cause, uh, something we feel pretty passionate about. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you, guys, you guys score so many pounds of food every year. Yeah. In case you don't know, Camp Out for Hunger raises, uh, you know, not only um, food donations, but cash donations That's right. for uh, the food banks in the local area here, but mainly fill abundance. So really great great cause so you currently serve as the director of fixed operations at Subaru what does what does that mean (laughs) I know right (laughs) Um, so what that really means is I'm on the sort of the parts and service side of the business uh, and predominantly I'm responsible for the sales and marketing of parts so when you need to have your vehicle serviced uh, at a dealership whether it be maintenance or repair uh, my team's responsible for that so what's your team look like who are you working with? You got a big team over there? Uh, I wouldn't say a real big team. Like I said, we're, we're, we're kind of lean and mean uh, as an organization. So people wear, wear a bunch of hats. But uh, yeah, so we've got uh, a team of, of about 18 people um, that oversee, you know, things from retailer process to like when you go to schedule your, your service appointment for your vehicle, if you're doing so on a website or in an app, th- those are our programs that we support. If you're if you're going in for like a light maintenance, an oil change, tire rotation kind of service, and you go through an express service process, that's something that we oversee. Uh, if you're getting email reminders that you need service, or you're getting something in your mailbox at home, uh, those are things that my team puts together. Now, when you're not subarooing, mm-hmm. I'm going to make it. A, I'm going to make it a verb. Yeah. Right. Or a gerund, actually. I'll say that on mm-hmm. this this show here. When you're not subarooing. Yeah. What's Adam doing on his free time? What, what do we got going on? What so are we, we doing? We, we talked about the wife and kids. So, yeah, they, they keep me pretty busy. So everybody's in sports and activities. So, yeah, most nights of the week you can find me on the sideline of some sports field eating my dinner out of a, <laughs> a thermos. Right? <laughs> such a shame. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, oh, it's such no, a shame. It's, no, it's actually it's, <laughs> Rob, it's, it's really spoken great. Spoken as a non-parent. <laughs> such a shame to watch your children play sports. Well, no, I want to sit down and eat dinner and stuff like that. <laughs> what, yeah. you can want your uh, <laughs> SpaghettiOs <laughs> or not? I just got out of a thermos. <laughs> I actually never tried that. What day yeah. of the week is, is SpaghettiOs, right? Oh, that actually falls usually on a Thursday because <laughs> I only shop really for three days a week, but good question. <laughs> but Adam, you don't just love Subaru. You love cars. I do love cars. Yeah. Tell us about your love for cars. What What's your favorite classic? Oh, goodness. It's like your kids, right? They're yeah. all different. You love them for different reasons. Yeah, you can't pick a all favorite. All the same. Can't pick a favorite. But uh, no, I love all kinds of cars. And really, it's something like, again, from, from childhood, something that that's always been a passion of mine. Um, and so I feel like there's like always, there's like a list mm-hmm. of cars that, that, you know, someday hope to, hope to own. Is Cindy like over the whole car thing? Is she like done with it? No, no, she's, she's okay, passionate okay. about cars. She's on board. That's right. That's yeah. what made this, that was the selling point. She liked cars too. So I like to say she has just the right amount of passion. She, <laughs> she's, she's interested in cars. She can tolerate me talking about cars, but she doesn't have such strong opinion that she disagrees with me too often. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. fantastic. That's why you guys get along so That well. works out for you. That does work out for yeah, you. Yeah. Perfect fit. So when you have a classic car, are you driving it? As much as you can, but like any more, you know, it's hard to, hard to, to find the time to, to get them out and that kind of stuff. But no, the kids are involved. You know, you, you can find us at a Cars and Coffee on Saturday morning if we don't have a conflict with sports and the kids are into it. They're picking out their favorite color, 
you know, which ones have horses on them or, mm-hmm. you know, different animals for logos and that kind of stuff. So they're, they're into it for sure. You know, Glassboro has a really big car show every fall. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, mean, fall. I didn't know this. Yeah, September, right on the boulevard. Right? Is yeah. it like Labor Day weekend, I think? Uh, I actually do think it's Labor Day weekend. I think it's the Friday leading into Labor Day weekend usually. But, yeah, you should come. That would, would be so fun. I brought yeah. my dad a couple years ago um, with the kids, which made it complicated because you can only, like, really peruse so much um, mm-hmm. when there's children involved. But really, it's huge. It takes over, like, all the street down the boulevard into Glassboro kind of like uh, by the police department. I mean, it's crazy big. That's great. Yeah, so you should come. So do you present cars at the car show, or do you just attend? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. I'd say I'm an amateur collector, but but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's for me, I like seeing other people's interests and passions. I think it's just such a diverse, you know, landscape. You know, there's everything, American muscle, import, you know, European, there's kind of everything. So are you doing your own repairs? Uh, I do some of my own maintenance on my cars. Because I have no idea what I'm doing when I get stuff. That's why it goes <laughs> right into it goes right into the mechanic. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I've also got some folks that, you know, specialize that that I like to support and that, that work on some of my cars. So But also must be nice if you work for a company that deals with cars. Like you're not ner- you're not like concerned to bring your car to the mechanic or the dealership because that's your those are your people. Yeah. So you're not like, you know, that's it's intimidating for most of us, I think, to bring our car somewhere. But when it's your wheelhouse, I think it's not so bad. Ah, I see what you did there, yeah. wheelhouse, because we're talking about cars <laughs> and <have> four wheels. <laughs> Didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> thanks, yeah. for, thanks, Rob, for the kudos. How long are is Adam going to be on the board? Much so longer? it's eight years. So it's two four-year terms. Okay. So after eight years, he'll you know roll off and have the opportunity to rejoin us. I hope he's probably going to be done with us by that. Yeah, he's probably saying rejoin. I don't want to do any parts of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gina and I were actually talking at, a, at an event recently about our strategy. We're going to have Charles and Cindy yes. now join the board so that we can be like tangentially involved. Uh, yeah, I so. think that that's perfect. And I feel like we already have an established relationship with both of them. So that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. What so, was the reason for getting involved in the first place? Uh, so it actually kind of came out of my relationship with Dr. Mercandani uh, and some of the, you know, like I mentioned, speaking opportunities that I had with his classes. He's been petitioning for me to adjunct for a long time. And, oh. and unfortunately, with all the other things I've got going on professionally and personally, I don't really have the time for, for that kind of a commitment. But he was like, hey, what about, you know, the alumni board of directors? You know, it's, it's a little less of a time commitment, but an opportunity to get back involved with the university and, and take on a little bit more responsibility. And so I got to know, I think, Angela Pinty at the time and uh, got to, to meet Chris and have some conversations about what that might look like. And it felt like something that I could manage. And it's really been a great, a great opportunity. I mean, again, you know, much like we talked about having, having President Hushmond over to Subaru to talk about the things going on, it was a great opportunity for me to get back involved uh, here with the university and learn a little bit about what's been going on um, with, you know, the West Campus, with all the new programs. And so, uh, and, and get back a little bit, get involved with students and some volunteer activities. It's, it's, it's really been a great experience for me. Do you set goals every year? Personal, professional goals? Uh, definitely professional. Personal, yeah, of course. You know. Any anyone in particular that you're still chasing? Well, I feel like health and fitness is always on the list, right? Ooh, let's go to, there. What do we got? What do we got? In terms of exercise, I like to, both as a, as a hobby uh, and as a way of staying healthy, is I like to road bike. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of a passion of mine. So this time of year, I'm mostly spinning indoors because it's too cold, too, cold too outside, wet, yeah. too miserable. But uh, no, looking forward to getting back out on the road, you know, here in the next couple of months. And um, so I'll typically spend a couple nights at home and then, you know, jump on the bike on the weekends. I, I belong to a, a club 
locally that that organizes rides on the weekend and good community good good bunch of people and a lot of fun like on a wednesday night you go out for a bike yeah the longer rides are typically on the weekends like a saturday or sunday hop on the bike that's great yeah no it's a community 30 60 miles yeah Yeah, because there's there's a so there's an organization in philly i think it's philly runner does wednesday night runs through the city Mm -hmm. and occasionally they'll say hey let's go over the the ben franklin and just come back and do that so that that community is great yeah to be able to do that and a lot easier on your knees than the running piece too. It is, yeah. And then like I'll do some um, the big charity events locally. I'll do the cancer ride in June, American Cancer Society. I'll do, I've done the MS one hundred and fifty in the fall. Oh gosh, seventeen times. Wow. So yeah, all all good causes uh, that are important to me and and uh, a lot of fun. Good sense of community. What is next for you? You have any any vision? Any thoughts about Subaru? A role that you'd love to be in or Want to just be the CEO and found? <laughs> Come on, just say it. You know you want something big there. Yeah, people are listening over there. You yeah, know, no, you've had a lot of positions, so I have had a couple positions. But honestly, the the one I'm in now, director of fixed operations, is something I've had my my eye on for quite some time. Good. I feel like I've been working towards for a while. So nice. uh, I'd I'd like to. You like to say I'd, I'd like to be here for a little bit. I've got some plans. I've got some things I'd like to accomplish, uh, and I've got a great team around me. So. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do this for for a little while, but I'm sure there'll be there'll be something next. I got a long way to go. Like I said, I've got young kids, so uh, 20 years went by fast, but there could easily be another 20. So, so speaking of young kids, uh, how do we get them to be future profs here? Is that is that on the agenda? Things that we're talking to them I, about? I, I mean, they're still very little, but they are. But uh, yeah, I think that's definitely on our radar. In fact, we've talked about maybe maybe we need to get Cindy a job here on campus. <laughs> yes. What does Cindy do? What could we get her to do? Cindy can do a lot of things. Uh, oh, oh that's can. nice. So look at you just melt right there. <laughs> <laughs> is it fair to say that Cindy's the best thing you got out of Rowan? <laughs> I'm just helping him. Um, yeah. <laughs> way to go, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> way to go. Well, we love Cindy, and we love the whole Woodhull family, mm-hmm. all right down to the, all the three nuggets that come to our events. We got to get them back at the when the fossil park opens because we've had you Very at some family digs. So yeah. I think they're saying um, twenty twenty four at this point we're looking at. So yeah, gotta, you, you gotta know get my, the Woodhull family at a dig. My middle is is very into dinosaurs, and so the timing of that was perfect. We 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 really enjoyed that. So we always love having you on campus, and yeah, thanks for um, having me. Yeah, it's just great to have you on the board, and we're gonna keep you involved in some way, even when you roll off the board. But we'll give you a break to catch your breath and be a family guy and do all those personal and professional things that that you need time for, right? But thank you for all that you do for Rowan, and thank you for coming in today and joining us, and um, thank you for you know, sharing Subaru with us as a brand, because I think, you know, you've got Subaru fans now that that work with you. So um, we're really excited about that. So thanks again. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I don't think we're going to find anybody who's more Subaru than him. I'm (laughs) sure even like the CEO is maybe not as much Subaru. I don't think so. He's brand loyal. That's for sure. But isn't that what you want from an employee, right? Like someone that represents your brand well. I feel like that they're lucky to have him. Yeah, Adam's a great guy. And the biking thing is kind of cool. Yeah, you guys really kind of bonded over over the ways that you exercise. Yeah, you weren't all in about that. I don't exercise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. I just want to be yet. honest. I, know. I just want to be honest. Not, not yet. But. No, but Adam's great, and we do have to keep him involved. Uh, uh, you know, when he's done with the alumni board, it'd be great to keep him involved here in some fashion at, at the university. Yeah, we don't let our alums go when they leave the alumni board. We find other opportunities to get them involved. So we'll have to find that niche for him and. We're just happy that he's given us so many years of great service. And um, I, I had a dream last night that I interviewed Britney Spears on this show with you. Um, 
You're having a lot of dreams. I'm having about... a lot of weird dreams. Yeah. But um, Adam, Adam was almost as good as Brittany. So okay. They... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's good to know that he's living up to that. That's great. So thank you, Adam. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, and... Brittany. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Brittany Spears, if you're listening somewhere. And uh, have a great day, Profs. You've been listening to Beyond the Brown and Gold on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. You can find more episodes on your favorite podcasting platforms by searching for Beyond the Brown and Gold or Rowan Radio On Demand.